Oh, hey, guys, it's you. Thanks for stopping by. Kevin, the human equivalent of a participation trophy, does indeed have a face for radio. He looks a lot smarter in photos, too. We love him, don't we? Welcome to Seaside Pod Review. When we started the pod, I told Kev, you don't have to try to be charming, witty, or intelligent. Just be yourself. Sit back, put your feet up, we're talking queen. Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside Pod Review. Seaside Pod Review. Pretty much sums it up, does it not? Seaside Pod Review. Um... Yeah, shit, I thought I had a little story to tell at the top of this thing here, but I don't think I do. I thought I had one, fuck. I was driving home, and I thought to myself, oh, I should I should tell this little anecdote. Hmm. It's gone, hey? Fucking gone. So what are we going to start the podcast with? Like, what the fuck, what do we do now? I can't ask you the stupid question off the top. Well, do you have a funny little anecdote, then? How come uh... I'm always responsible for the funny little anecdote? Hey, but gee, I, I, you've always taken it on yourself. Don't start throwing this over to me that I'm expecting anything from you. <laughs> no, I um, well, I a bit of good luck, Mister Woods. I I went bowling as you know tonight. It's my Tuesday night bowling league with my old men friends in our old person bowling league, and um, I won the I won two things. I won Turkey of the Month. Hang on a second. Did anybody piss their pants while they were bowling? Well, not that I actually saw, but from the smell, I would say there's a reasonable chance that yes, that happened. I see. Okay, go on, go on. Well, the turkey of the month, Randy, you know what a turkey is in bowling, right? When you get three strikes in a row? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So every time you get that in the league, you get to write your name on a little piece of paper, stick it in a box, and then once a month, they make a draw, and whoever wins turkey, whoever comes out is turkey of the month, and you get a $25 gift card for the for the bowling alley, which is great, because I can spend it on my, because I like to buy pizza while I'm there on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Wow. wow. But then, but then I also won the yeah, 50, I won the 50, 50. Fuck me. How'd that turn out, buddy? $86, a whopping. Nice. <laughs> 86. Hey, hey fuck, it's better than nothing. Hey, 86 bucks. That'll buy some, that'll buy a couple of beer. That's going to buy me a couple of beer. That's exactly what it's going to buy. Very nice. So there you go. So it's not all stupid. All this bowling malarkey, you see. The serious money to be made. <laughs> Santana. That creep can roll, man. Yeah, but he's a pervert, dude. Yeah. No. He's a sex offender with a record. He did six months of Chino for exposing himself to an eight-year-old. Huh. When he moved to Hollywood, he had to go door to door to tell everyone he was a petter ass. What's a petter ass, Walter? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. My night wasn't nearly as exciting. I went to a, a, a union meeting. Hmm. Yeah. An onion Musicians meeting. Union. Musicians union meeting, which oh, yeah. as I like to tell uh, Kev, organizing musicians, organizing cats, very similar. <laughs> Come here, kitty. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not coming. <laughs> Drummers are all running around with their pants off. The bass players have wandered off outside and they're currently lost in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hurt myself. <laughs> Sit on your drum stool, Kevin. <laughs> Why does this burn? <laughs> I don't think this stage is level at all. <laughs> I hurt myself. I don't know. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah. Uh but well, what was the outcome of the meeting? What, what were you voting on? Were you voting on whether to continue to be musicians or what was the... 
well, that's the way we end every meeting. It's okay. <laughs> we all going to continue <laughs> to play our respective instruments. And so far, so far, and I've been in the union for like 10, 15 years, whatever. <laughs> so we've all agreed that we're still going to continue. <laughs> yeah. Excellent news. Excellent and news. And honestly, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. Like, so I'm, you know, I'm fairly pro union, but that's, I mean, I think that's all unions do is, you know, I just, you know, and imagine the pipe fitters union, they all go and then, yeah, you guys, should we continue to be pipe? Fitters? Yes, we should. Yes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's continue fitting pipes. <laughs> all right. Okay. See you guys next month. You crazy bastards. And they all fuck off. You know what I mean? I think that's how it works, isn't it? So in this musician's union. I'm a real, I'm a real labor relations expert. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Kind of reminds me of the, uh, the 10 cc song we've never done days work in our life and now our records selling zillions <laughs> it irrigates my heart with greed to know that you adore me i love it what else do we know? I don't think there's any Queen news that I can uh, that I can particularly remember. I had posted um, a little uh, a little photograph on our Facebook page of. I'm sure I probably saw it. Which one was it? Oh yeah, the uh, those boys in '78 and then an '08. Yeah. Um, Tommy, Eddie, and Brian. Hey. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, Pretty three. Cool. Fucking pioneers. I mean, there's there's some talent in that little little photograph there, eh? Well, and you know what the funny thing is? I do believe Ed's the young guy, and he's the one that's gone first. Or yeah, Tony, that's true. Tony gone? Tony's still with us, isn't Tony, he? No, Tony's still around, yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, I thought Tony was still with us, yeah. Yeah, he's... he's I... Well, he won't be a young guy, but he's still with yeah, us. I mean, I only must be... He must be knocking 80 now for sure. Oh, yeah. Sir, Jesus, right? Late 70s. Let's have a look here. Let's have a look here. 75, yeah. So he's writing... 75. Yeah, 75. Well, I, 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 I was with you. I was, thought he was like 78 or 80 or something, but I mean, I really had no idea. That goofy fucking lefty who wrote, you know, some of the most iconic riffs in rock, hard rock yeah. history or heavy metal. He basically invented heavy metal. Well, and here's a funny little interesting thing. If you look at the, the cross he's wearing, it looks like it might be... Same one, same yeah. Same fucking one or gosh darn close. It's probably uh you know it's probably family heirloom. It's probably his grandma's, you know, and he wears it to yeah honor her memory. Not not to make be ironic about you know religion or or such. I don't know. I don't know yeah. about Tony. I'm just talking bollocks now. It's no. It's just he's just he likes the letter T. That's all it is. In the bar, <laughs> I noticed this dude who slightly uncomfortably was hovering sort of on the periphery of our group, and I noticed in particular this tall, really handsome guy had those nice dreadlocks that you can get for about six hundred quid at the hairdresser, and he had a shirt open to about here, and it's very tanned. But I noticed him particularly because he had a, 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 a long silver chain, and hanging on the end of the chain, a quite prominent silver cross. You know the sort of cross you might wear if you're a fan of intersections <laughs> or, or, or the lowercase letter T. 
or, or probably most commonly if you're a fan of the apparatus by which first century Romans put to death and tortured Jewish insurgents. And uh, anyway, sort of... Excuse me, excuse me. And, um, <laughs> you let her tease all lit up in your big room there. <laughs> oh, that's a Tim Minchin sketch, which I'm sure I've sent you the, the old um, thank you God bit that he does, which is, which is rather good. Oh, yes. Thank you God. Of course, yes. Well, I mean... Of course. Again, you see what I've done there, Randy. Thank you, God. I've, I've linked us. I've linked us back to, you know, the reason that we're here and the, mm -hmm. and the Twitter poll. Um, mm -hmm. Last week's song, All God's People from uh, Innuendo, we weren't keen. And it turns uh -huh. out that most of the people weren't keen either, but do you remember how we guessed on this one? You know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't actually remember. I, I think you went uh, closer to what it looks like the, the polls are, so that's all I can remember for sure. Yeah, so you went 50-50 because you like hedging your bets here and there, and it's stood you in good set a few times over the last few weeks. Um, I went 35-65, so I've broken your, at this point, fairly lengthy mm -hmm. winning streak, finally. So what were the poll votes on Twitter, Randy? What was the outcome? And you know what, Kev, I feel good about you having this one. I mean, you know, we've got to, like, we've got, you know, like, we've got to have some fair play, right? So uh, champion, we have Kev here at 28.4. And biting the dust at seventy one point six, so it's yeah. fair to say that uh, the good people of this lovely Queen community thought that that song was a bit of a fucking steaming turd, and it was more emphatic on Facebook for once. Like I said, we, we oh, in the really? early days we'd get quite a lot more positivity on Facebook, but Facebook was sixteen point seven percent champion, eighty three point three percent dust. So that made for a total of um, where am I here? Twenty five point four percent champion, seventy four point six percent dust. So you know, a one to three split. Mm -hmm. Wow. There you go. That's uh, all those people. We we don't need to listen to it again nor talk about it and you know, we can move on to something else. But before we do that, let's read some comments. So I can tell you what Ian Winnick says. He says, dustier than Dusty Dan McDusty, winner of the archaeology today's Dusty Dude competition. <laughs> and then he's got, is that Black Adder? It is. Clapping, saying, utter crap. And he also noted that he posted this tweet a couple of months ago, but we fuckers didn't read it out, which I think we've dropped the ball here. We should have ignored it again, just out of spite. Yeah, well, we should have. We should have. And I would just like you to know, Ian, that I'm not responsible for the edit, and I'm sure it was Kevin probably singling you out uh, because he doesn't say nice things about you when we're not online. He's often going, <laughs> fucking Ian. You're I say, hey, man, like, just lay off Ian, but he just won't. So I don't know what to say about that. You're a fucking uh, liar. Anyhow, Fit Light Photography Ruddy Rutherford says this song really grates my balls and not <laughs> in a good way. And then, you know, question mark, is there a good way? Yeah, I'm not sure that there is. But anyhow, he says preachy songs have a tendency to leave my scrotum red <laughs> raw. And this tune drew blood. Slice it, dice it, burn it, and feed it to the dusty bin. I think it's fair to say that Mr. Ruddy Rutherford don't fucking like it. Uh, you obviously have no idea who Dusty Bin is. So that little character there, the little bin. Dusty Bin. Oh, that's a that's a uh, something I don't get, obviously, right? It's an old English television or British television show. So I'm just gonna play a little bit of this for you, Randy. Mm. Show was called Three Two One. Supposed to buy. I think his name was Ted Rogers. Favorite game show of three, two, one. 
By the way, thank you very much indeed for putting our show in the top ten TV ratings every week. And just think, I didn't even have to write to Jim to fix it. <laughs> that joke is not well, aged well. To beware of on our show, you know exactly who that is. That's my little friend, our resident didn't even find it funny. Dusty Bin. Here he is. Come on, Dust. <laughs> so, back in the 1970s in Britain, a dustbin was the star of a television show, a very popular television show. Oh, you mean, oh, so he's not just a bit player in this, whatever this dude's talking about here? Oh, no, 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 no. Dusty Bin's the, the, the star the of the show. Holy fuck. Yeah, and I mean, you know, look at the effects. Wow. <laughs> how, how did you, how were you guys able to conquer countries? Oh, Christ only knows, mate. I, that, that's baffled me for years. I mean, if anyone had ever realized how completely incompetent we were, they'd have just... <laughs> Don't you guys give away awards for baking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, fuck you. The Great, Great British Bake Off is, uh, you know... Oh, sorry, as it's known in North America, the Great British Baking Show or Cooking Show or something fucking bland. Anyway. No, hey, I no, but hang on. So I, I, I mean, I kid. Canada's got lots of stupid fucking shows, dude. <laughs> Anyhow, go on. Thomas Brunkard says, I'm just voting champion for all of these till the day body language appears in my feed. <laughs> I guess he's saying he doesn't like body language. Um, Black Pie says, the musical equivalent of what, I said that wrong, musical equivalent of one of your children vomiting in your ear. Barely acceptable because you love them. Plus, I can't reconcile Freddie having any time for God at this point in his life. Dustier than an industrial hoover in a sawmill. Yeah. Which is a very good place to have an industrial hoover. That's yeah, that's pretty dusty too. Alice's dad, Barry John Williams, says I have always had a soft spot for the song. Sure, it's not the greatest Queen song ever, and as an atheist, I'm not in with the beard in the sky crap, but I just like it. I'm not sure why though. Nostalgia mixed with the love of Barcelona album, probably. And at least it isn't P I S C T P. Go go on, Kev. Translate. Pain is so close to pleasure. Oh, uh, see, I don't Everybody know that song. Everybody knows. That one. I don't know that song. No, nice. we, haven't done it. we haven't done it yet. No, no, I know, but I'm also not familiar with it, so uh, fucking hell. What did you think of my falsetto one. there, Randy? It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> I was really impressed. Uh, Stephen Hersel says, uh, I can listen to it happily enough, and I think it adds to the eclecticism of the album. But I agree with Kev. The gotta face up, better grow up section is the best part, and it's not strong enough to carry the song. Dust. We all agree. Leighton Brown says, a dreadful sub-Disney musical effort could have been improved by the addition of Rog and Bry's vocals and Roger walloping his kit throughout. It angries up my blood the way Freddie Mangles' prime mini-innisters. Mini-isters. I mean, it, to fit the meter of the melody. And we, we talked about that. Well, actually, sorry. We didn't talk about that because that bit just enrages me. It just pisses <laughs> me off. So I just didn't mark it. Now, we have the tweet of the week. Um... And for more than one reason, first of all, because it's just the best tweet of the week. And second of all, because at least like five people said, this is the tweet of the week. Pete, the aforenamed P underscore 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 70 says, it's terrible. A long skid mark on a largely fabulous pair of knickers. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Well, I guess it's been I guess it's been decided. So this is Pete uh, of the underscore 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 fame. It is, yeah. Changed his handle. He has. Nice way to go, Pete. In a way, we were just kind of filling in the blanks before, right? Now we can see it. It's Pete Nin seventy. 
I feel better about the whole thing, Kev. Uh, but you know what? I'm rambling. Steve at Queen Rock says, A-G-P. I got that one. That's all God's people. <laughs> Comes nowhere close to the magnificence of the Barcelona album. At the very least, it gives innuendo more variety. But I'd never point this out as something exceptional. I think with a better arrangement and less programming, it could have been a channel. I do believe. Yes, that's exactly what he was saying. Sorry, I read that one very poorly. I don't know. I'm not sure if I agree, Steve. Uh, uh, You know, I just just don't know if I can quite get get there with that. Uh, And JFO says, smelly old pile of sanctimonious nonsense is fairly accurate. (laughs) This would be on a Dust Dusterson worst hits album, if there was ever such a thing. <laughs> I don't care that the San Francisco treat was involved. Dust Dusterson worst hits album, isn't that? Um, I think that's uh, the new Taylor Swift album, isn't it? Well, I was just gonna Shots say, Shots fired. I, I, I think I wrote and recorded and released that album, JFO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, midwife Nikki says, Right, first things first, I'm not believing in any imaginary sky daddy nonsense. When I first heard this, I was disappointed my fave band seemed to. Over the years, I've stopped skipping it, and I like that bit Kev likes, but it is, brackets, marginally dust. Then we got um, some shoulder action here from a, from a Sky Daddy, by the looks of it. He was looking mm-hmm. at an iPad. That's a bit weird. Yeah, I like it, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Uh, Rob Marr says, all God's album filler <laughs> dust. And Jim C says, I listen to podcasts on one and a half speed, so I have to listen to the songs separately if I don't know them. Innuendo is overpraised by Queen fans. Like a lot of their latter-day output, it's riddled with flannel. Flannel? <laughs> uh, this song is fucking drivel. Thankfully, <laughs> I'll never hear it again. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right with you there. Flannel, yeah. Flannel, yeah, flannel just means tosh, crap. Really, because flannel here, like to me, that means like you know, put a jacket on. It's cold. Where put your flannel jacket? You know, well, I actually, I suppose actually, flannel <laughs> actually means flannel actually means it's kind of when you're bullshitting someone. Is I think more what it means, but everyone would get that sort of um, association. But uh, Dieter at my chameleon day says, "Dusted it." One of the worst songs on innuendo should have been a B side, or better still. Never been recorded at all. <laughs> yeah, why even bother with that shit fucking demo, right? Just fuck it. Just get it out of there, yeah. <laughs> Just get Paul, it out of there. Yeah, that, that sort of reason Paul Moody um, from In the Lap of the Pod says, it's dusty. Real dusty. <laughs> and Pank says, ain't got a problem with the lyrics, but it's all clunky and synthy and pointless, and that gospely middle bit is all such a yawn. It's very Freddy way of putting that. I like, I like that, Pank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Queen Rocks Australia. The vitriol for this one. A clear champ for me. I think I'll have to craft my spirited defense of all God's people on Facebook. It won't fit into Twitter's character limit. Would love to know if the haters of this also dislike the Barcelona album. And I'd mentioned that, like, I'd like the Barcelona album, and I think that the difference in execution between the songs on Barcelona and their execution on this one is just night and day, which is why I don't like this song. Mm. Fair point, and I ha- I know nothing of Barcelona album, the album, so uh, or the city for that matter. Paul Bradbury says not listened yet, currently on holiday in Virginia, but I can vote on this without listening. It's dust. Innuendo is a very hit and miss album, and Lisa Malloy says the only part of the song I like is rather li- <laughs> is the rather Lion King sounding <laughs> bit towards the end. <laughs> Apart from Delilah, it's uh, the only skipper on an otherwise stellar album. 
which is not full of fillers, Mr. Brown. <laughs> very, very angry face. Bites the dust. So, Kev, I think you've been really put in your place. I've been chastised. Which, justifiably so. I hope it wasn't me who actually said that. And uh, and then she agrees with us in the end. So, I, I did like um, though Paul's um, currently on holiday in Virginia. Reminds me of that old, uh, the old joke. Little, little lab comes into class late and his teacher says, where have you been? He says, oh, sorry, miss, I've been up Daisy Hill. Okay, well, go sit down and just get your books out and get ready. Second little lad comes in and says, where have you been? He says, oh, I've been up Daisy Hill as well, miss. Um, she says, well, just, get, just go sit down. You're disrupting the class. Like, we'll get started in a minute. About five minutes later, a young little, little girl walks in and the teacher says, I suppose you've been up Daisy Hill as well. And she says, no, miss, I am Daisy Hill. <laughs> Uh, Rob, I think he's talking about the joke I just told. What a load of utter shite. This is bottom of the barrel stuff for me. Hate the lyrics, hate the gospel blues section, hate the arrangement, and it's too long. It's tracks like this that bring innuendo down as an album. Bottom five stuff, down with all the John slash Fred collab shite. Yeah, I mean, I'd certainly put this down at the bottom of the, the Queen part, to be perfectly honest with you, but uh, Steve mm. May says champion all day long, but I also love hot space. So what do I know? Well, Steve? You know, I could answer that question, but I don't want to lose you as a listener, so. <laughs> uh, David A. Wilson, to paraphrase the Cardinal, sometimes you just don't do good. <laughs> I'd imagine that's how I sound to him. And after a couple of weeks of decent tunes, we're back on the bottom of the barrel. It's B-side fodder at best and second or third B-side at that. Cod religious nonsense that I don't even think Freddie really believed. Yeah, and I mean that's another point too that we didn't really we didn't talk about. I don't fucking think for a minute Freddie. Well, certainly well, not in any sort of. I, I don't know, man. I think well, I had was... think I had, I had mentioned something to the fact that it's hard to believe that. Yeah, someone in his position would would uh, believe in Sky Daddy, but uh... <laughs> forever to be known as. Uh, Doug Curran says, "I always get a kick out of how when Randy is given the chance to listen to the whole song uninterrupted." We can hear Kevin gabbing as the song begins and still gabbing as it ends. Does the Cardinal <laughs> ever get the chance to listen to the whole track? By the way, all God's people bite the dust. You know what, Doug? I don't have to take that from you. I mean, I will, but I don't have to. That's what I'm saying. Well, and I, I responded to that one, and, and Kev is a very, very chatty fellow. So he just likes to get his, likes to talk, that's all. I just, just start talking at the beginning, and then I shut up for most of the rest of it. I'm just fucking hell. Go fucking persecuted. I'm gonna just go fucking do another podcast instead. I'm not gonna talk about Dusty Bin on a podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, we've heard Kev's feelings, everybody. <laughs> His feeling. Right in the feeling. Oh. Well, I got one. Poor you. Uh, um, Fat Bottom Chrissy says, never minded the song, but it should have stayed a solo song from Freddie. The Save the World lyrics irritate the crap out of me. It's a bit dusty. Yeah, 100%. Steve Jones says, hey, guys, my research only turned up Roger on timpani, no mention of timbali. Uh, and that's what I heard at the end of the song. I, too, wish it were three voices on the chorus, like the good old days. I would enjoy the song so much more. And, yeah, uh, it did say timbalis on uh, uh, our little thing, and, and maybe it meant it was meant to be timpanis. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I would have to go back to the end now and listen. There were definitely were timpanis in the song, too, but maybe I'd assume there's some timbalis. I, uh, I anyhow, think, I think maybe we can just ignore it and not go back to the song, Randy. I, I don't think we need to. Sure. Do yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, fuck that shit. Uh, TC Boj, that's Tom, right? Tom mm -hmm. Boj? He's changed his handle. 
You know what he says, Kev? You dying to know? He says, it's dust. Again, too much praise heaped on a song after Freddie's death. The Freddie on Freddie vocals really sounded like a screech. The old nails on the chalkboard screech. I skip it every time it comes on. Even Delilah thought it was bad. <laughs> and he's got a fantastic shot of a, of a, of a cat <laughs> who looks like he's listening to some nails on a chalkboard. Uh, yeah, great. Wonderful. Uh, Dominic Pierce says, sorry, but this is absolutely bottom draw. Must be one of the worst 10 songs in the catalog. Nothing positive to say about this one at all. Dust. Uh, Brian Crozier, a total shit, shite house of a song. Even Freddie would skip it. In the bin, the dustbin. I mean, we're getting in, we're getting into the the, the, the uppercuts now. Um, yeah. Blair A ninety eight says, "I do like the first couple of minutes. Great harmony, some interesting music, but it goes on too long." And Paul Rowley says, "A very dull track, instantly forgettable. Dust all day long." Aaron Mullen says, "Aside from the initial gospel inspired section, complete with the idiosyncratic prime minister, is very much <laughs> a." I don't know. I don't know cars, Randy. Dacia, Dacia, Dacia. Special. I think we've had this before. I, I, I don't, don't know. I still, I still don't know. Uh, criminal synths seal the downward deal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm not familiar with that model. So I'm not even going to, because I thought it was a Europe thing. So I was going to let Kev take it. Yeah, but I've, uh, I've lived here for 25 fucking years. I don't know European cars. Yeah. You know, Jesus, man, you're so full of excuses. Michael <laughs> Evans says, I like the ambition, but it just didn't hit the spot for me. It's not a bad song but I would just about put it at the bottom 50%. So he's saying, mm, Duster Rooney. Thanks, Mike. I yeah, I just think it is a bad song. <laughs> oh, it's, just... no, you know what? They're really just polishing a turd. They really are. It's just, it's just a, it's just a turd. <laughs> On Facebook, Paul Roberts says, poor and lazy, yet again, queen by numbers, going through the motions, dust. Yeah, Paul's got it, you know, Paul, kind of like a lot of people, Queen lost him in the 80s, so. Um, and our friend Sean McGinnity over at the Sean Geek and Fast Forward podcast says, what the holy hell is going on with this song? It's weird for me when I listen to Queen, it's always less about the lyrics and less about the vocal. And he says, sorry, Kev, the music always comes first for me. So you and Sean, very similar there, Randy. He said, but I have to admit on this one, Freddie's vocals are masterful, and he's putting himself 100% behind what he's singing about. But I just can't do it. What the hell is he singing about? And why does it matter so much? I just can't. Even May can't save this heap of dung. Sounds too much like a musical and not a good one at that. This ain't Tenacious D's pick of destiny. Now that's a musical for the ages. Um, it was this kind of stuff that makes me swear the other way when it comes to Queen. Will this week bring me back before I drift too far away? This is all that aside, you two nailed it. Thankfully, you two haven't lost me. P.S. I hate Winnipeg. Ah, <laughs> uh, Winnipeg's all right. Richard Stott says, Dust. I liked it as a kid when I first heard Innuendo, but listening now, it just doesn't hold up. The lyrics are a bit cringy, and it doesn't even seem to have any real structure. Just jumping through different ideas, but not developing any of them. It might have worked on Barcelona with more, or, uh, with a more orchestral feel and some input from... Who's that, Kev? Oh, sorry, where am I? Oh, uh, Montserrat Caballé, the, the um, soprano who we sang with on Barcelona. There, that, the percent, ah, there uh, you play, Yeah. But as a Queen song, it just doesn't really work. Not unlistenable, but not good. Yeah, hey, fair point, all of them. Uh, and Rude Seeger says, last episode comment too long. Sorry, short of this time, dust, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know nice. what, Randy? I, I think I might pull a, I might pull a mulligan here. We've done it once before. I think we might need two tweets of the week here. I think we might need I one like for Twitter. Because I fucking like that one. It's good. It's good. <laughs> to the point. 
straight on. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. And Brian Delaney, you know what he says? He says, I don't mind the track while listening through innuendo. It's definitely lower tier, however. Not terrible, but not good enough to champion, so it goes into the dust column. Uh, Patrick McCarthy says, this was the first episode title I successfully blocked myself from seeing until the wheel spin. That's kind of cool that mm-hmm. he didn't know what song we did until the wheel spin. That's kind of that's cool. Nice. Um, he says, hallelujah. I got to listen to all the Jesus tweets without knowing what was to come. And then, for God's sake, it's a weird one, all right. Mercury has successfully created his own mini choir before, but I think this would have worked better with an actual gospel choir a la The Golden Boy. You can tell he wanted to convey the joyous rapture of black churches and that big Aretha fan, remember? I pay the lyrics no mind. I think he was a believer in his own personal way, but this is him trying on the musical style that he had done better with somebody to love. 51% champion. P.S. I'm already drafting my defense of pain is so close to pleasure. You know what? You better hope that we don't spend that for another year, Patrick, because you are going to need a fucking year to get your <laughs> to marshal your evidence. <laughs> to run that past the, the legal team and yeah. <laughs> make sure it holds up. Uh, James Lawrence says, religious songs two weeks in a row? What the fuck is the Cardinal playing at? Not as bad as I remember, but definitely not one I listened to. Dystopia. There you go. Nick Crofts. Don't love it. Doesn't belong on this album. And as we all know, it was left over from Barcelona album. Where it could have worked, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's the way I feel too. Uh, and Michael J. Smith, this will be the first time I voted uh, before listening to your votes. I doubt it would change my mind on this one. Dust. I've listened to the Innuendo album a lot. The highs are amazing. Innuendo, show must go on. Days of our lives. But a couple of lows that are just tripe. Not you, Delilah. You know I love you. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Russell Watkins, sadly, dust. There are some good moments. Brian's guitar, call response, nice bass, but it feels a bit stodgy and overlong. Perhaps it was added to the set as an upbeat palate cleanser amongst the more somber tracks. If it was rejected for Fred's Barcelona album, then ought not to have been accepted in a Queen album. And that's exactly the point I was making, yeah. <laughs> PJ Davis sees them, the return of Marjorie Dawes. Marjorie Dawes, I should say. Uh, says, anybody? No? Dust? So there you go. <laughs> And Sarah Chapman, hashtag, hashtag dystopia. So not just dystopia, Randy, hashtag dystopia, making sure that it is found by the algorithms. Good, good. Uh, and Joe Fuller says, I better go to bed and have an early night. Oh, Forever yeah. champion. <laughs> Fucking terrible lyric, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Serena Shemeka, uh, no, not good. And from the weakest album too. Sorry, guys. Uh, I kind of like that Serena says, sorry to us, like we wrote it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which of course we didn't. So Serena, you don't have to apologize. You can like maybe write, maybe write I, Brian and Rod or something. I, I don't know. I think maybe she's, she's apologizing to Queen there because she knows that they listen to the podcast and avidly <laughs> follow our social media. <laughs> well, here's our good buddy, Steve. Steve. <laughs> AKA? Pepin. AKA? Uh, go fuck yourselves is what he says. <laughs> I don't get why you all dusted this. I absolutely love this track. A champion. I really love Freddie's gospel songs. Somebody to love. Let me live golden boy. And this one, the lyrics, however, are indeed to be ignored. Yeah. There you go. That's what, that's what you do when you don't like the lyrics and you like the song. You just, uh, ignore the lyrics. I mean, we do it with, I'm in love with my car. We didn't, we didn't yeah, dust that one. No, of course. But... No, I know that's, it's a, it's, that's a real thing. Yeah. 
It's a real thing. It is. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Walpole says, okay, there's a few nice things in the track, but not enough to save it. It's a mess, really, and I wouldn't care if I never hear it again. Dust. Uh, Suzanne Morris says, trying too hard or not enough. Can't make up my mind. A skipper for me, and there's only a few Queen songs I do this. Definitely Dusty McDust. And to finish, Mary Camp just simply says, Dusty. There you go. There's the socials, nice. Randy. Very nice. Excellent. Well, work, um, yeah, you, really you, know, did, you really you really did good work, buddy. Just want to oh, praise you. What, what did I do good work? Make sure with? everybody knows that I'm really happy with the effort that you put in. Oh, okay. And uh and how uh, you know that you're doing such a wonderful job because I'm a very supportive co-host. Am I a good boy? You're a very good boy, Kevin. Well, you know, a good boy deserves a good track, I think. That's that's what I think, Randy. Mm. So mm. I kind of I've been sort of going back and forth about what I want to listen to. And I, I still I still think I want to go back to the works because we're still only one track into the works. Mm-hmm. But I want to listen to Tear It Up. I want some I want some rock rack and roll, Randy. Some rocking, racking roll. Is there anything specifically or thematically that you're thinking about that you would like to listen to? Well, you know, Kev, you know, uh, well, you know, like how about how about just a nice big, big old fashioned hit? How about a nice mm. big old fashioned fucking top ten fucking hit from Queen? That's what I'd like to hear. Which one? I don't know. Any of the ones we got fucking left. <laughs> how about that? Okay. You like that? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's non-committal, and that's that's I don't mind that at all. So, should we spin the wheel and see what it gives us? Yes, please. Spinning now, sir. Spinning now. We'll see what we end up with. We Fuck, we can end up with anything here, couldn't we? Are we going to be anywhere? Oh. 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 Okay. Well, we almost, we almost landed on one of only the two songs from the Flash Gordon album. We almost ended up with Flash's theme, but we're not in the 80s. What song are we listening to, Randy? Well, Kev, what we have here tonight is Misfire from Sheer Heart Attack. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think it's a John Deacon joint, if I remember rightly. So you've been looking forward to a little bit of bass here, Andy. I mean, have you heard mm. this song before? Do you, does it recognize it ring any bells? No, not from the title. Ringing no bells. Okay, ringing no bells. Well, that's just... Um, not a single bell rung. What's the, what's the, update? This, the campanologists are silent. That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well... Um, what should we do now, Randy? Seeing as you don't know it, and I uh, need to look up whether I'm right about who wrote it, which is going to be—I mean—dreadfully embarrassing if uh, if I'm wrong. You know, I think maybe we should find a bunch of information that confirms our already uh, cognitive biases, and mm. then into that really hard, and then come back and tell people our uh, our opinions. Do your own research for fuck's oh, sakes your own research yeah oh not someone else's research no oh okay no i want you to do your own here we are hey look it's the ocean you can hold up a ship but you can also slip through your fingers a humbling force that reminds even the strongest of their fragility. It's also where tuna is for baked potatoes, sandwiches, stuff like that. We were born to be princes. 
Natural Prince's tuna. Fish for greatness. All right, then, Mr. Brown, we have Miss Fire, written by Mr. John Deacon at a minute and 50 seconds. Fred singing lead. And you know, Brian, he does a little bit of tasty uh, little little guitar bits at the end, I'm told. But uh, John Deacon, Kev, he plays the electric and the acoustic guitars on this song and the bass. Then we got Raj on the drums. Uh, this is all recorded in 74 and mixed in 74. Uh, mixed at Trident Studios in London with uh, Queen and Roy Thomas Baker and Mike Stone. Uh, what I thought was uh, particularly fun and interesting was uh, that uh, Roger got a, a a tom, a special tom <laughs> that he was apparently very enamored with. It was called, it was a 14-inch Hollywood. Now, how would you pronounce that word, Kev? Miatsi. Miatsi. Sure. Miatsi tom. Uh, very, uh, an Italian brand, which is very prominent jazzy in the 50s and 60s. And apparently you could, you could, uh, tune the tom right so you could make it you know yeah higher or lower which then apparently he uh you know at some point uh replaced with roto toms which i suppose most uh modern drummers or modern musicians would know what a roto tom is but i'd never heard of that drum which is which is very very interesting uh that and you know super cool that uh Deke took such a a lead in in this song not the vocals but uh in, in all on all other ways so yeah yeah there was a, I, so we're just looking at this too, the Nico Case released a, an, a version of this track on her album, The Virginian, in 1997, apparently. Now, is that Nico, was that like the Velvet Underground or something? Is that who that is? Nico Case? No. No? Oh. No, she's oh. a singer, a singer-songwriter. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure not. where she's from. I, I oh, she's in the new Pornographers. Oh. Oh, well, fucking shows what I know then. Is, she's, was, oh, she's actually in the new pornographers. Yeah. Oh, well, see, there you go. I did not know that. But I it, thought it, she was her own entity. Yeah, I mean, this is a song that, again, I know I know pretty well because Sheer Heart Attack was an album I listened to fucking billion, billions of times when I was young. Um, so second, second side of uh, Sheer Heart Attack again. So that's the third track we found from the second side. We haven't said anything from the first yet. But, you know, it's a different very different sound and i think you're gonna you'll you'll enjoy the the diversion i don't know whether you'll enjoy the song but i think you'll enjoy sort of, sort of something different mm. should we fire it up and i'll give it a listen yes please So it's panned so hard left and right here. You got when mm-hmm. in when it starts the the vocals real hard left over completely on the right left hand side. That sort of electric guitar riffs over on the right hand side, and you can really hear that drum, mm-hmm. that little sort of roll thing that that Roger's doing. It's pretty clean sounding overall, eh? Mm-hmm. So far, sounds very seventies. Hmm. Interesting how that happens. <laughs> So if you think about the stuff that's on Sheer Heart Attack, you got Killer Queen, Flick of the Wrist, which I was sort of telling you about, which is a, is a rocker. 
Now I'm Here is a rocker. You've got Tenement Funster, which is a Roger rocker. You've got Brighton Rock, which is this big. And then you've got In the Lap of the Gods, you've got Stone Cold Crazy, which we talked about. And then this is one of this, like, you get this little weird little pop thing, mm-hmm. which is a, sort of that first that first blossoming of of John as a as a lyricist and a songwriter and showing straight away these sensibilities are a little bit, you know, juxtaposed against most of the rest of the band. $10 word there, Brown. Yeah, it's a bigger word than it needed to be. Yeah. Well, you know what? Just let me look it up and I'll fucking get right back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Great little bass part though, hey too. He's got that little run up, and it's yeah, it's super, yeah, it's super poppy, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's very much of its of its era. I you know I don't think they would ever. Was this released as a single? No, no, okay, mm, no, I don't. Think yeah, so. okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say you know they wouldn't ever pan vocals at hard anymore. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, you know maybe somebody might, but. You know, it used to be far more of a, a of a thing, you know, to 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 do stuff like that. Yeah, you know, the, the stereo field was your your playground. Now we don't do that. Now you know, vo- vocals are always down the middle, bass is down the middle, and then everything else is panned. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear to hear to hear it done that way. And it's it does sound like Queen, and yet at the same time, it sort of kind of doesn't either because it's so different mm-hmm. to everything else. I mean, Sheer Heart Attack was when they started, you know excuse the pun, spreading the wings. And there are other tracks on this album, like Dear Friends and Bring Back That Leroy Brown and In the Lap of the Gods that are, you know, different and a bit quirkier. But this one's the first, I'd say, real sort of out-and-out pop song, you know? Even though it's, it's, it's guitar-led and it's, it is rock and roll, but it's, yeah. So yeah, I like the that ascending key change. Just keep step up key change, hey? And it changes. I think the key changes from G to B flat. It looks like I'm looking at the chords. Right, right. But then it oh, keeps okay. stepping up. It goes, chart. yeah, it, it goes up and up and up and up toward the end, just oh. by a, a half step each time. Yeah. Sweet. Let's hear it. Yeah, they're really playing with the pan in there, hey? <laughs> definitely, definitely. A lot. Uh, Kevin, because you are the holder of answers such as this, have they played that one live? Did they ever play it live? They never or played Misfire know? live. Yeah. No, Not they never played it live. Once. Not even yeah. once. Hmm. Which is kind of a shame, because I think, you know, as a little sort of mid-set palette cleanser, I think it would work, work, work quite well, you know? Well, in concert, yeah, they could have stretched it out and made a four-minute yeah. song. Of it. 
some soloing in there. And there's definitely, like you said, you're asking about the the Brian parts, and you can definitely hear them. And when we listen through again here, you obviously you'll have your ear for it for that. And you, you I mean, it's clear as day. Like, oh yeah, there, there's the red special because yeah, else sounds like yeah, that, sure, yeah, because at, at the very top of the song, I think it's all Deacon is from what uh, from what I understand, yeah. and and it doesn't sound like Brian's playing, you know. Should we listen to it again, Randy, and make some notes? Yes, please. And I'll shut the fuck up now because I got in trouble last time. You're talking over it right now. There you go, Randy. That's uh, that's misfire. So you've heard it once, you've heard it twice. I have now heard it twice, and I got a little bit of a uh, little bit of inside baseball for you and our listeners here, Randy. When I was trying to, when I was sitting down thinking about how the how the voting would go and what song titles I was going to use for the vote, misfire. It was almost misfire instead of another one bites the dust. Hmm. That'd have been a mistake. It would have been a mistake because. You know, yeah. is it one of the champions or does it bite the dust? Is it just flows better. Mm-hmm. It does. You've really made some great, great decisions, Kev. All along in this podcast, I think as the leader of this podcast, your work is exemplary. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm full of, um, I'm full of that emotion again. The one emotion I have, I'm, I'm full of it right now, Randy. How's that one feeling doing that was hurt a little earlier? I mean, it's okay now because you've, 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 you know, you've massaged it. Have I massaged it? You, you've, you've fluffed my ego. You, you've given me a pep talk, and I, I feel good about myself again. <laughs> but it's time to vote. <laughs> and I voted first last week. We have to bring in a, <laughs> a, seaside, a seaside pod review fluffer for Kevin over there. <laughs> I can keep it, make sure his feeling doesn't get hurt. <laughs> Oh, the Seaside Pod Review Fluffer is a thing that I didn't think I was going to hear when I sat down at my computer tonight. No. Okay, Any but Randy, it, it's your... It, it, just, well, just how, as you were saying, just hang on a minute, hang on. For you, this little 1 minute 50 pop song, John Deacon's first effort, you know, a, a sort of a, a young novice songwriter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it one of the champions? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or does it bite the dust? Oh. <gasps> Oh my God, what am I going to do? As I suspected. Well, Kev, I've said my my fucking piece, buddy. You can't be cut me off, you son of a bitch. Oh, well, you know, I saw no reason to fuck around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're all business. That's right. That's what I've always liked about you as a podcaster. <laughs> so that, that old, the old joke. That's what I like about you, Randy. Fuck all. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really great about you, Kev? <laughs> you got the black lung. Oh. Anywho. <laughs> well, you, you, want, you, you want my synopsis? or you Yeah, give me your synopsis. What? Give me a thesis. I, I don't. I don't have a thesis. You know, I might have a synopsis, uh, but they both end with S, and I think that's going to have to be good enough. My thing is, is I think it's just a really nice little pop tune. I mm-hmm. think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's awesome. I think it's simple. 
it's quick. It's in, it's out. It's not complicated. Uh, you know, the panning is kind of, I don't know, whatever. I mean, like, you know, like I said, at the time it was, it was kind of a bigger deal to do that kind of stuff. Now it's just yeah. like, eh, whatever. But, but it's just a really nice, fun little tune. Queen doing awesome Queen things, not taking themselves too seriously. Uh, really nice bass, bass playing. Uh, I think really great vocals. I think the lyrics are, are, are funny and, 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 and like I said, not taking themselves too seriously. Uh, you know, I, I like, I like Roger's little Italian, uh, Rototom even. I think that's cool. If, if anybody's really underperforming, it's Brian, but apparently he was just about on death's door and he just came in and recorded that little bass yeah. belter at the end. So we'll give him a pass is what I'm saying. But no, no, I, long, so long story short, I'm I'm rambling at this point, but uh, yeah, I I I I think it's, it's it's fun. I would totally put that on a playlist if I had a playlist. Mm-hmm. I think I think you even said these exact words. I mean, what's not to like about it? I mean, it it it's it's peppy. It's I think it, again, it sort of it gets John Deacon's songwriting career in Queen off on exactly the foot that you would expect, given the stuff that he came up with later. Yeah, and yeah, that fucking bass is just tremendous. Sweet I absolutely bass. love that bass. Yeah, lyrically, um, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit fluffy. They're not the best lyrics ever, but they're also not, you know, it's not fucking preachy like all God's people. It's not irritating like some of the other stuff we've done. It's not, you know, sort of over sincere, and it's it not. Just, it's just they're just they're just popular. Tongue in cheek, yeah. Tongue in cheek, fun, fun lyrics. Yeah, your gun is loaded and pointing my way. There's only one bullet, so don't delay. I mean, you know. As innuendo yeah. go, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no David Lee Roth, but I still, you know. Yeah, nobody, nobody writes up a lyric like <laughs> David Lee Roth does. <laughs> okay, so that's our opinion for what the fucking all of that's worth. I don't know if it's worth very much, but our good people of Twitter like to vote on our polls, Randy, and they're pretty, they're pretty knowledgeable about Queen. They tell us why they voted a certain way. Um, it is your turn to vote first. How do you think the Twitterverse is going to react to uh, uh, Misfire? Yeah, they're going to dig this tune. Uh, uh, they're going to think it's fucking top tier. Mm. Uh, they're going to think it's awesome. I'm going to say they're going to say uh, 80. 80-20? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go a smidge higher than you. I'll go 85-25. Uh, fucker. 85-15, sorry. I was going to go 85, and I thought, fucking hell. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's a little fluffy pop song. There might be people out there, Randy, who they want bombast from Queen. You know, yeah. There's going to be people that there's going to be people that don't like it, no question. But well, there we go. We voted it champion. We think you're going to vote it champion. I guess we'll find out. Well, Randy, you know, as we were chatting, I was just um, I was just stemming this song because I wanted to just sort of hear a little little snapshot of um, John Deacon's bass. So if the if Fader has pulled out the bass reasonably well, we could probably have a little, little bit of a listen to some of it. I like you just you just uh, made a verb out of a out of a noun. Nice and simple, but it's it's a cool part. Yeah. Eh? I was gonna say, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's not great, right? It's no, exactly, I 100% no. 
exactly what the song, what the songs, what it, what it needs, right? Yeah. Oh man, isn't software fucking crazy these days? I you just know. pull everything out except for the bass. You know where the you know where do you know what even what stems what what, what like do you don't even know where that term comes from? No, I don't actually. I I don't. I would love to know. Yeah, that's uh, that's so so. Uh, if you're going to send tracks to another place to listen to, you'd break them out into stems. So you might send the drum tracks, uh, and th- maybe onto a stereo bus, and then you might send the bass separately, and then maybe the guitars would be left and right. That's called stems. That's how you would would send a, a, a stem. So a it's interesting. Stem. It's interesting that you that you're using that term. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I guess essentially, I guess essentially you're kind of kind of making your own little stem. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, like it, like you said, I mean, software these days is an AI is just getting better and better and better at this. And I, I literally just uploaded that to my so fader f a d r dot com. Um, I have an account on there. Uploaded it there. Told it to rip out the the additional sort of um, things, and you can even separate that the kick snare and the other drums. And then I just download that one stem, and it's I mean, it's you know. Not perfect, but you can fucking hear what he's playing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. It it actually is completely nuts that that even fucking exists. It's super useful though because when I do my Tom Petty project podcast, I quite often if I'm if I'm struggling to hear exactly what the bass is playing, it's great to just be able to rip all the tracks out, whack them into Adobe Audition on the different tracks, and then solo out different parts as it's going. Because well, then you can fucking hear it. Right? It's, it's tremendously useful when you're doing that kind of stuff. So yeah. Not what God intended, I suppose, but <laughs> uh, madness, my friend. That's fucking utter, madness. Utter madness. I, I just think of all the fucking time and effort and years spent learning how to do some of this shit, and eh, some fucking bullshit program on fucking yeah. <laughs> online is fucking rips all <laughs> your fucking work apart, and it's great. I love it. It's interesting to think about that though, too, because. I mean, AI is going to impact, it's going to impact all the creative arts and it's going to impact production as well, right? Because it definitely is going to, you're going to be able to sort of tell it, you know, I want these, you know, in, in five, 10 years, probably you're going to be able to stick this into a machine and tell it, I want this produced like Quincy Jones. I want this produced like, you know, fucking whoever, Do- Bob Clear Mountain or whoever it is. We're not and the machine's out. And the machine is just going to say, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's kind of sad, but. Plays into yeah. the wider discussion about AI and how we deal with that as a society, and yeah, you know, yeah, it's. I, I I'm not sure if I mentioned this on this uh on this podcast already because I'm on so many other podcasts. <laughs> um, in terms of audio cleanup, which for me is kind of my bread and butter, yeah, the, the new AI inspired uh, tools are astounding. That's something we. we 10 years ago, we, you know, we couldn't do, fuck, we couldn't yeah. do it like three years ago. Yeah. You know, so, so the, it, it's, uh, you know, so, you know, there's, it, it's an amazing thing happen, amazing things happening. And, and I'm, I, for one, personally, I'm not super worried about AI mm-hmm. like a lot of people other are. It might get rid of uh, some jobs and stuff, but it's never going to get rid of, of creative. It's never going to get rid of the vast majority of the things that, that humans do. We might need a UBI at some point for some areas of the world but hey the fuck do i know yeah i mean i'm i'm less certain about that to be honest with you i think it's gonna i think there'll be you know it's gonna the balance will tip one way and then it'll probably correct itself a little bit but i mean you look even kiss announced whenever that was early this week that they're they're doing that virtual the avatar tour and it's going to be just 
but they'll they'll fucking make money from it. And then you think about though, the how many le- how many fewer people they're going to need because you don't need guitar techs and drum techs and you know keyboard techs. You don't need fucking a whole bunch of ones. You need, you'll need lighting techs and you'll need sort of the the programmers who can manage all that stuff. So maybe you'll just replace some jobs with others. But sure, sure, it's still I know, don't I don't th- I don't think that's a threat. I mean, those guys are dinosaurs. They're a dying <laughs> dinosaur breed. Nobody gives a fuck about what Kiss is doing. They're they're what they're gonna do is you know they'll at some point be playing you know three hundred seaters. <laughs> but what happens when the tech gets to a stage where a record company or executive can say, "Well, I want someone who looks like this, who sounds like this, who plays this type of music," wax all that into the machine, and they just and it just fucking creates an album in like fucking fifteen minutes. Well, I think it's already happened, Kevin. I do believe, I think it's Warner signed a, a, an AI artist. Oh, really? Yeah, like already. Yeah, Warner Music Central Europe offered the record deal to an AI pop singer called Noon Nuri. The developers behind the pop singer have used a real singer's voice, but altered it with AI to sound more feminine and robot-like. Her first song is called Dominoes and features German DJ Al bourbon i don't know who the fuck that is but uh so it's already happening man well let's have a let's just have a quick listen to i mean we know this is going to be absolute fucking ass she's she's signed by fucking warner what does that even mean she's signed she's not a a dream a dream for any fucking musician yeah and uh and she doesn't even fucking exist isn't that crazy yeah yeah hit it well, I already hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's enough of that. Thanks. It sounds like every other fucking. <laughs> that's it. That's all you can do. Well, I mean, that's that sounds like every other fucking shit pops well, on the radio. Well, what did you like... expect? Of course, it's going to sound well, like that. I don't know. I just thought maybe, maybe. Ah, fuck! I don't know. It's terrible. Just, were you were you expecting something great? <laughs> no, I was just expecting maybe something novel or. Vaguely interesting, but instead I got but that. Isn't, but isn't, right. but isn't that interesting though? Isn't that fucking something? So now you know. So so the I, I, maybe I've even said this before. Uh, when Auto Tune, they were interviewing some guy, <laughs> some producer, who was first using Auto Tune, and his statement was, uh, you know, in the old days, you used to ha- you used to have to find a good looking person who could sing, and then we would yeah. make them into a pop star, and then with Auto Tune. You don't need to be able to sing. You should just be good looking. Now you don't even need the good looking person anymore. You don't even need them. You don't need a person of you any don't even kind. Need a person. So, but anyhow, so I, I don't know. I, you know, I can see your furled brow and your worried look. This isn't going to be. This isn't going to be a problem. There's going to be no. No. Nobody's going to take this seriously. Nobody's going to. Yeah. You can't. You can't. No. You can't inject human emotion into music via ai you just can't i'm sorry you can try and you can get close uh but 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 it's never going to be the same you know you just think of all the well i don't know okay here here's here's an example think of keith richards think of the way he plays guitar Mm -hmm. you know he's 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 keith richards uh and he plays the way he plays and it's not perfect and he's not flawless and he makes mistakes so there's a human element how the fuck are you gonna how how what's ai gonna do i suppose it just randomized that but it's but it's not a real person so I, how can you know what i mean it's 
It's just yeah. can't, it just can't be. It just can't fucking be. I mean, just to play devil's advocate, just because it's, it's it is an interesting conversation. Well, yeah, of is that is as you've said in the past that rock and roll's dead, man. Like no, that's not what is hmm. selling music right now. Of course it is. And yeah. I don't think that most people actually really give that much of a shit about emotion in some of the like. Is there, is there emotion in any Drake song? I don't know. I mean, I don't listen to that stuff. Maybe there is, but I, I well, can fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? So that kind of, that style of music just doesn't need that. If you were, no, but if you were his target audience, if you were, what is his target audience? 20 year old females? I, I, I don't, don't even know. know. I just don't know. But if, but whoever they are, and he's selling fucking kajillion, a million, bazillion fucking albums, they're feeling the emotion, dude. They're feeling fair it. Enough. They're yeah, getting it. They're understanding it. It's hitting them in the feels. I know you just got the one feel, but for them, they got lots of feels and it's hitting them right. It's hitting them right. It is. But, you know, for, uh, for our generation, and we are extremely young, you and I, very, very young, embarrassingly young, really. It mm-hmm. just doesn't quite work, right? It just doesn't, it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hit our fucking, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Fucking hell, man. I yeah. Know. I mean, of course, like, as you said, with the kiss thing, I mean, I've, when I go, the part of going to a concert for me is that connection with the musicians on stage. And I like yeah. watching technically what they're doing. And if you know that something's fake, straight away, you're just going to go, well, I don't fucking care about that then. There's no connection well, it, there. And you and I have also discussed, like you go see whatever the fuck the band is. Oh man, hey, they don't do that song exactly like the album. They, yeah. they, they've changed it. Oh, it's way faster. It's way slower. It's this, it's that. An AI band is going to fucking deliver it a hundo fucking P yeah. every single time. And I guess it'll sound great, but you're not going to get that. You're not going to get unique experiences. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just old. I'm just an old man talking. Well, I, am I just think, I mean, like I said, knowing a little bit about the tech and where it's come from, where it's headed, I would be fairly confident saying in the next five years, a music video will come out that no one will know is actually AI. They'll, it will, it will look and sound and act like a real person no one will be any the wiser. It'll do well. And then at the end, at some point it'll come out and that'll be the watershed moment where they say, you know, well, there you go. You, you've still got the emotion from it. You still like the music. You know, now we don't need to pay fucking, you know, artists and blah, 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 blah. So I, again, I still, you know, the, li- the live touring um, machine they're is already not, not They're already not paying artists. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. They're, they're just going to not pay them even less, right? So Yeah, yeah. And flood, well, the market, the and flood the market day, with shit. Modern day Millie Vanilli. Yeah, I mean, at least someone was singing songs. <laughs> and well, actually. Yeah, very well, yeah. I got a piss back. Mm-hmm. for that level of unprofessionalism there yeah the unprofessionalism is i mean it's almost as unprofessional as the way i just tried to pronounce unprofessional unprofessionalism yeah very unprofessional well what do you think are we uh are we done i think we're pretty close i would just like to add one little quick thing Hmm. if any of our listeners are in the saskatoon area i'll be playing the basement this friday 
with Mr. Jay Semko, uh, formerly of the Northern Pikes. And uh, I don't think anybody is, but if you're there, come say hi. <laughs> I'll be playing a little bit of bass with Jay and some mandolin, some dobro, I think. Mm. Possibly a little bit of guitar, but uh, it's pretty fun just being a side guy every once in a while. So yeah, that's uh, that's my weekend plans. Well, that's going to be a great gig, and I was hoping to be able to go, but we have a game on Friday, so I unfortunately I will not be there supporting my friend. I'll tell Jay. Sports go sports. But you're also playing there in January with your own band, and I will mm-hmm. be definitely coming out to that one. So yes, I will be there with my group. Okay, so there you go, folks. That's The Basement in Saskatoon. That's thebasement.ca. Go online, get your tickets, come out and support the Cardinal. You know, and um, of course, at the end of every song, you must give the uh, the correct, what do they call it? The response, whatever, of uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys come, don't do that. <laughs> right away. Poor Jay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, do not follow Kevin's advice. <laughs> a throng of people. Go fuck oh, yourself. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Randy, I don't know what was going on out there. I thought they were enjoying the show, and then they all started yeah, telling me to go fuck myself. We don't have security, but I guess it looks like we're going to need security here going forward. <laughs> Where's security? I'm here, boss. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think we should just leave it. I think we're done now. We're just really, we're just really rambling. Uh, so we have no emergency questions. We've fulfilled obligations without them. Is that what you're trying we're to not, say? We're not. We're not. I've made a decision. We're not doing one today. There you have it, folks. Kev, the buzz kill fucking killed the buzz. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get AI to, AI to write some emergency questions for us. How about that? Sure. Sure. Won't you talk wait, to wait, you know? What? Won't you on, talk wait. to new? Won't you talk to Nuniri and Ali Farban <laughs> and see if they can write something up for you? Just give me one second here, Randy. I'm going to log into ChatGPT, and I'm going to jolly well um, ask it to write an emergency question in the style of Richard Herring, and we'll see what it comes up with. And I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask you that question, <laughs> and we'll just see what it comes up with. <laughs> Actually, this is pretty good. Here we go. All right. If you were stranded on a desert island with only a talking coconut and a waterproof copy of your own autobiography. Would you rather have the coconut constantly criticize your life choices or read your autobiography out loud in a dramatic Shakespearean accent every night as you try to sleep in your makeshift palm leaf hammock? (laughs) (laughs) Talking coconut or waterproof copy of your own autobiography. So what? So he's either reading my biography while I'm trying to sleep. No. I'm going to read, I'll read, I'll read, I'll read again. So yeah. Um, Would you rather have the, the, Talking coconut constantly criticize your life choices. Uh-huh. Or maybe, oh. maybe it is. Oh yeah. Or or read your autobiography out in a loud, dramatic Shakespearean accent oh every night as you try God. to sleep. So, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, so here's what I would do. I would have him criticize my life choices, <laughs> and then very, very shortly after that, I would fucking bash him into fucking oblivion, and drink and drink the juice <laughs> and eat and eat the coconut. There you go. I would eat his coconut flesh. I would drink his coconut <laughs> <would>. blood. <laughs> and I would there dance around the fire while I do it. <laughs> I, I, yes, and I would. <laughs> also, that accent is non-specific. It's not racially insensitive, but it's fine, and I can put it in the podcast. You got a face for radio. Ah, misfire. I've had a few. Haven't we all? 
Such a great, fun, poppy little number. Turns out John Deacon is a, you know, it's kind of a talented fella. <laughs> Who knew? If I were to title this episode, I'd call it, Is Misfire a Euphemism? Or possibly, Your Gun is Loaded and Pointing My Way. We genuinely appreciate your engagement. So you can find us on Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and on Twitter at Queen Seaside. You like to-